Performing arts at RIT offers students a unique opportunity to pursue their passions of performing while earning a technical college degree. In July 2022, RIT opens a new School of Performing Arts to offer additional creative opportunities for thousands of students who wish to pursue their passions in performance while majoring in a range of other fields. The school's first director, Erica Haskell, has been named following a nationwide search. In this episode of Intersections, the RIT podcast, College of Liberal Arts Dean Anna Stenport talks with Director of Dance in RIT's National Technical Institute for the Deaf, Thomas Warfield, and Assistant Professor Yunshen Ma, Director of the RIT Philharmonic Orchestra, on ways RIT is making dreams come true for students interested in performing arts. What is it that makes the performing arts at, at RIT so special, do you think? The wonderful thing I've found being at RIT, and now I've been here 24 years, is this kind of interplay between the arts and uh, technology. Actually, when I first got here, my first major production involved technology with dance. We had a dance version of Peter and the Wolf. We had the film and animation students create the sets in animation. And you know, the more I think about it, technology is fundamentally like a force in the development and evolution of art. And it has been throughout history. Artists have relied on technology to express themselves with their art. RIT is situated in such a way and put together in such a way that it allows us to kind of have these overlaps or interplay, I like to say, between the performing arts and technology and to kind of experiment and explore and create. I'm so happy to hear about the Peter and the Wolf production because <laughs> yes. actually just a few months ago when upon chatting with another colleague from Magic Studio, we were thinking about if we can possibly do a new Peter and Wolf version, but with either, you know, augmented reality or with projection mapping. So that's really exciting. So having this chance to work with all specialists in different fields at RIT is really great for me that and I also don't need to bound towards the repertoire to be only classical music I can do a lot of varieties of film music or video game music or new commission music so I have been really happy working at RIT. So RIT often describes itself around some some core values and, and one of those is creativity and innovation. How do you both see that in the kind of work that you do with students and the way students approach performing arts at RIT? Well, I'm teaching a course right now on dance uh, composition and choreography, but I've actually titled the course Design in Space Mm -hmm. so that it's not just going to be about dance, but I'm allowing them to learn these skills that we use in creating choreography and apply them in other areas. So, you know, somebody created a sculpture, somebody else created an animation, somebody created a a dress, (laughs) but we're using the ideas of using time, space, shape, and energy, just applying them in different ways to be able to be creative. And, And I often talk to them about how the idea of being creative isn't just about arts, it's just about how we live our lives. And so I think that's one of the wonderful things about being at RIT is that we can utilize the skills we learn maybe in creative thinking and apply those to critical thinking. You know, so there's this sort of interchange that happens. So I I, I really love this about 
watching my students find that, you know, it's wonderful. For me, as the director of an orchestra, I have been trying to reimagine or re reproduce interdisciplinary performances on existing music in the past uh, few years. So I have always been amazed how live performances of like HD films with fully orchestra, such as Harry Potter, Jurassic Park, or video game concerts as Zelda or Final Fantasy, and can have different groups of audience. And so at RIT, I always try to create programs that I can have classical repertoire that for students learning, uh, but also share film music and video game music in the same concert. So for example, I had a concert that's called Fate and Destiny, where on the classical end, we have Beethoven Symphony Number no. 5 with the visual creation from students and faculty from SOFA. At the same concert, we also performed John Williams' Star Wars Suite, in addition to the video game Zelda Twilight Princess. We also, because of uh, performing the film music and also game music, we also have students from the orchestra who contributed to editing the film cuts or the video game cuts to go with our performances. So I think that's wonderful where students can keep developing their music skills, but at the same time, some of the collaborations may go back and support their own majors. We also had other faculty working on digital and interactive performing arts experiences to other colleagues in the department. They had a performance that's involved with virtual reality staging. So students will learn to make virtual reality stories with the players as the actors. So that's also wonderful. That's probably something that we don't necessarily see in a lot of other um, higher ed education places. This is so fascinating. I am really enjoying getting a sense for the breadth and the depth and how how expansive the sense of performing arts really has been and, and how expansive I would imagine that it's going to continue to be. And of course, RIT's collaboration with NCAD, with the National Technical Institute for the Deaf, is such an important component. It brings a unique and very distinctive aspect I'd love to hear a little bit of reflection from you both about where you see some of those collaborations maybe going in the future, where students are most interested, what, what some, again, really distinctive aspects are that, that you'd want to highlight in, in that particular collaboration. It's been really remarkable to be able to work with both deaf and hearing students in the same space. Maybe 15 years ago, we created a documentary actually about this process of creating production with hearing and deaf students. They really talked about how they're learning about themselves, but not just about themselves, but about how they interact with the world. And so they learned this from working together on a production. And so to be able to be thrown into this project, working on something together and trying to figure it out, how do I communicate? Oftentimes people have different levels of experience. And so it's, it's a wonderful kind of experiment that seems to always work. And so um, I'm so happy that RIT continues to nurture and cultivate that experience, the sort of the deaf theater experience, which is very unique to NTID and, and really in almost maybe one or two other places in the world that this is happening. And so I think that's a really wonderful part of our uniqueness at RIT to be able to sort of integrate in that sense. The Performing Arts Scholars Program is a nationally 
unique program where RIT invites students who are performing artists across a range of art forms, uh, but who might be pursuing a primary degree in a STEM field or in business or in liberal arts, uh, but who are not by design performing arts majors. And we have about 900 of performing arts scholars on campus and are expecting those numbers to, to continue to grow into the future. And if we take a moment to, to reflect on, on what that kind of culture does for an institute of technology, why is the performing arts scholars, do you think, so important to RIT? With the Performing Arts Scholarship Program, we are receiving many more students to RIT who are talented in one or more of the performing arts disciplines. So it is at least my hope that without needing to be majoring in music, theater, or dance, our students can have equally professional experiences at RIT, just as other surrounding programs. And even more, I actually think it's win-win-win situation, not only double win, but triple wins, where the students can keep having fun and further developing their talents, but our curricular programs and ensembles will grow and bloom with all possible multidisciplinary creativities and scholarship and productions. And lastly, the students may be able to receive very unique performing arts infused experiences and results that may relate to their major fields or in photography, game design, film animation, augmented virtual reality, even machine learning or other technologies, and which would later um, definitely help create outstanding resumes after they graduate from RIT in their own fields. I had a student some years ago who wanted to um, continue dancing, even though she was an environmental engineer major, but she was very talented and she really worked hard her four years here in dance. And so when she came to her graduation year, you know, she told her parents she wanted to dance and her mother called me up and she was like, you've got to talk her out of it. She's got to go become an engineer. I said, well, you know, give her a year, let, let her kind of feel her way, you know. So anyway, she ended up joining uh, Garfig in dance and she became a dancer and she toured around the world with them. And, you know, after a couple of years, she kind of, I guess, got out of her system. And then she became, now she's an environmental engineer at NASA. And, you know, she's had all this wonderful experience behind her. And that's a great example of why this immersion and integration of the arts with uh, the STEM fields is so important because it enhances education. It enhances, it motivates students. It also retains students. And so um, it's just so impressive that RIT is understanding that and moving in that direction, you know, cultivating that kind of uh, direction for us. I think it's great. I love those examples with, with the students who are learning all the, the critical human success skills, right? Leadership, teamwork, collaboration, careful listening, self-articulation, self-awareness. And those are so many of the, the skills that are incredibly valuable for a personal and professional success and living lives of purpose. And I love, I love hearing you both reflect on that and your experiences with, with students. There are lots ahead for RIT and the performing arts ecosystem, the, the performing arts universe on campus and with the many partnerships in the, the community, such as Garth Fagan Dance and, and many, many other um, partnerships. And 
If you were to reflect and just go for it, what are your dreams for performing arts at RIT? I do have the dream to see if it's possible to create new visions of performing arts. And of course, because I come from the music field, so naturally I start to think from the music side first. For instance, I have had conversations with my composer friends and we were thinking wouldn't it be wonderful if we can have a concert to commission a new work related maybe to an Asian ancient story related to the topic of diversity at the same time the new composition can be a fusion of classical writing music writing but also involving electronic music writing in on top of that maybe to add theatrical or dance portions to it so that is not an opera, it's not a musical, but it's something in between. And maybe at RIT, in addition to all of this, we can have technology to create the scenery, to create the environment that's very different and unique. And even adding lightings, even adding uh, pre-recorded sounding materials, that will be really wonderful if we can create something like this. And since we also have NTID on campus, actually in the past two years, I also have been trying to investigate how to interpret music that doesn't have lyrics to the deaf culture, which is actually probably still on the study because that's hard. I know there I have seen performances which interpreters can very clearly sign the lyrics and even, even the emotions to the audience. But I just wonder if there's any way, maybe through light colors or different vibrations, we can translate sound or timbres, sounding colors to the heart of hearing community. Those are great dreams. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm with you on those, those dreams. Yeah, I think we can create something totally new and unique that's never been created before. You know, before we got into COVID kind of interrupted us, we were doing a dance that was using video mapping, projection mapping, and creating a whole environment in the whole theater um, for the audience to walk into this environment, be part of it. And then we were also working on, and we did actually create with the School of Gaming, an app that the audience can use to manipulate parts of the projection scenery. So I think it's really endless. You know, one of my dreams has always been to create new theaters. And actually, that dream is coming true <laughs> because we're going to have three new theaters on campus. That's going to change not just this campus environment, but the city, the whole, this whole region, because having these professional theaters is going to really be something that the whole community is going to love and enjoy and use and participate in. So I think we're on our way to making dreams come true. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Intersections, the RIT podcast, a production of RIT Marketing and Communications. To learn more about our university, go to www.rit.edu. And to hear more podcasts, subscribe to Intersections on iTunes, Spotify, TuneIn, or SoundCloud, or by visiting www.rit.edu news podcasts.